It's time to talk travel for our sponsor, Travel on King, and welcome Sally Lucas along for our last travel talk of the year. And uh, Christmas is so much on our minds at the moment. It We're is. going to look at it somewhere else. It is. We try and do this every year so everyone just gets a bit of an idea what might happen in another country other than our own over the festive season. And I'm going to South America uh, this time. And some of the. And we're coming too. Oh, <laughs> yes, why not? Exactly. Let's all go to South America today. I agree with that one. I'll be there in a flash. Um, they have certain food, food traditions. You know, for example, in Chile, they have a special Christmas cake that is only cooked like anywhere else, I suppose, at that time of year. And Argentina have these wonderful little, they look like cookies, but they're called alfajores. And they're like, they've got uh, the cream de leche, the caramel cream. Oh, they make in the ke- fantastic. Yeah. It's in between two like little, but they're soft biscuity things and they're only made at that time of the year. It's the only time of year they make them. But just some of the other things as well. In Chile, for example, their main festivities centre around church and family is important to them. And on Christmas Eve, Chileans attend what they call the Misa del Gallo, which means midnight mass, and family members enjoy a scrumptious Christmas Eve dinner. They do the Christmas Eve celebration like a lot of Europe does, um, consisting of turkey and other delicious dishes of salads, seafood, sweets and desserts always include this pan de Pascua, which is that sweet Christmas fruit cake I mentioned that's mm. only cooked at that time of the year. Now, in Argentina, however, it's a time for family gatherings as well and extended family members come together again on Christmas Eve to enjoy a wonderful Christmas dinner celebration and that comprises mainly of pork, turkey and other delectable dishes of course and the alaforjas for dessert those Mm. lovely little biscuity things that look absolutely divine Um, in Brazil however Christmas is one of the most important dia de festa or days of the year Um, a traditional Christmas dinner is usually a feast so the dinner is a large spread with such dishes as kale Highly seasoned with garlic, local fruits and nuts. That sounds interesting. Oh, sounds beautiful. I reckon I might try and emulate that. <laughs> and the signature Brazilian rice with ham, roast turkey and salad. And similar to many European countries, a feast will centre on the turkey, but in true Brazilian fashion, the bird will be served with local exotic fruits. Mm. So doesn't that sound interesting, Christmassy? It does. And of course, South America has a summer Christmas like us. Yes, they do. The Southern Hemisphere Christmas. Well, that part we're talking about today does anyway, yes. don't they? So, yeah, so that's fascinating. I know everyone is getting into the silly season, as we say, and um, but, but let's try and make it a safe season, obviously, and that you are going to enjoy it with with family and friends and yeah, loved ones. travel safely. And travel safely as well. Now, a couple of little bits and bobs here, Jane. The world's longest train tunnel opened last Sunday. Ooh. Guess where? Uh, let me guess, Switzerland? Yes. <laughs> Connecting the north and south of Switzerland and even Germany and Italy, it's a new 57-kilometre long called the Gothard Base Tunnel. It's been in the making for the last 17 years, involving 2,600 workers from various countries. So the director of Swiss Tourism is saying that it will help travellers within Switzerland get between the north and the south in a more effective and time-efficient manner. And it'll be cutting like travel times off between 30 and 40 minutes, so I guess for commuters and so on. But they said it's also important too for, for tourists because it will get you into Italy and on into Germany quicker as well. But gee, 57 kilometres in a tunnel. Take a long while. 
Mm, you wouldn't want to be claustrophobic, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but they're pretty good, these tunnels. But interesting, and it's mm. still a, a, a marvel when you think about it. We were only talking the other day of someone, you know, we talk about tunnels and how we are still amazed, even when I just go under Sydney Harbour, you've got the weight of all that water above you, or when, you know, the Eurostar, you know, the channel, and you think, my, what engineering feats they are. Yes, and of course the Swiss engineers are really right up there. Oh yes, right up there. And interesting for Etihad, they have again won the world's leading airline award for the seventh consecutive year. And it's been a momentous year for them because they've not only just won the leading airline award, they've also, which was in Morocco just recently, by the way, but they also picked up the award for the leading first class, leading flight entertainment, world's leading cabin crew, just amazing, isn't it? So just those four awards alone, plus they introduced this year their service of their Airbus A380s and their 787 Dreamliners. Plus they've all got a nice new uniform and everything there as well. But they've won various other awards throughout the year with, um, you know, best first class, best long haul airline, Middle East and Africa, a, a whole raft of awards. So they have done exceptionally well and they continue to always want to improve and lift their game and, you know, new aircraft, etc. So you're always going to get a very good, reliable service when you do fly with Etihad. So. Are those awards voted by customers? Um, I'm not sure with those. It's called the World's Leading Airline Award. Now, whether Mm. it's done by, like, people within the industry or whether it's done by customers. Skytrax is done by customers, but I have a feeling this would be judged within the industry. Within the industry. Yes. Um, Just another little note here, Jane, that came across my desk this week. Carnival Cruise Line has got a new policy for pregnancy. And guests who are entering their 24th work, uh, uh, work week, sorry, of estimated fetal uh, gestation at, at or before or during the cruise will not be allowed to travel. So that's 24 weeks 24 pregnant, weeks, which is mm, yeah, quite early. Just only just over halfway through your, your pregnancy. Um, but they say that that's, you know, that's really set in concrete and they must have you know, proof from a physician certifying their gestational status. Um, yeah, and they can you know, decide not to accept or uplift a passenger. So, mm, and if you lie or anything about it and they find out, you won't get a refund. Sally Lucas, uh, travel highlights of the year. Let's go there. We will go there. The first place we're going to go that's been a favourite is Glacier Bay in Alaska. And these comments have come from a range of colleagues and friends of mine. And this one says, I watched in awe as mountains of ice broke off into the water and listened to the delayed sound of the crash seconds later. It was the most surreal experience being surrounded by the massive cliffs of ice and reiterated how small we really are in this huge world. Oh, yeah, nothing like a glacier to make you feel that. Yes, or an iceberg. Yeah, an iceberg. Mm. Now, this one is Lake Como in Italy. Um, So this friend has said, just waiting for the opportunity to return as soon as possible, sitting on the ferry that services the towns around the lake in the beautiful sunshine, taking in the magnificent scenery, I truly felt perfect. The lake is surrounded by mountains, which make for spectacular scenery. And then you have the Italian wine and food and the Italian accent surrounding you. What more could you ask for in a destination? It certainly has that exotic feel about it and a bit of a romance. You might even see George. (laughs) You might. (laughs) This is another one. Um, Favourite place for this person was a safari to Kenya in October. The adrenaline rush of being up close and personal with wild animals, the beautiful landscape and the absolute quiet. Sunrise over the Masai Mara from a hot air balloon. I had tears in my eyes as I was so overwhelmed. It's up there as one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Mm. So some very special comments there. 
And this one is St. Petersburg in Russia. Mm-hmm. And uh, this Fred has said, where do you start with this fabulous city? At Catherine's Palace, you have the opulence that has been restored after the devastation of World War II. From gold gilded statues to the Amber Room, a room completely lined with amber, which has been meticulously sorry, restored to the original. Um, or the engineering feat of the amazing fountains, over 200 of them in the Peterhof Gardens, which without the use of pumps, with water jets shooting to 20 metres in the air. Breathtaking St Isaac's Cathedral, whose main dome is 101.5 metres high and plated with pure gold. Inside are eight columns made completely of semi-precious stones, rich mosaics. Just incredible, isn't it? And finally, the Hermitage, which is one of the most famous um, gallery slash museums, has over three million pieces of art. If you viewed each piece for one minute, it would take you eight years to see the complete Ooh. collection. Ooh. <laughs> yes. So that's amazing. And I thought, well, what, what am I going to say about what I did this year? Well, yeah. did, did you do some interesting things this year? I did a range of interesting things this year, Jane. I went to Lord Howe Island for my birthday. As you know, that's one of my most favourite places on earth. And I will happily go back there any time. It's so pristine. And just the waters and the fish and the wildlife and the birds and you know, no high rows, no commercialism. It's it's just the most gorgeous place, and we've got to keep it that way, and I'm sure it will always be kept that way. And the interesting thing about it, too, is it looks tropical and yes. feels tropical, but in fact it's not in the tropics. No, and we have the reef. And the reef. So it's really because it was once, you know, a volcano, so you're left with this caldera, which is now the reef system, and, you know, the rest of this with this beautiful two high mountains of Mount Lynchburn and Mount Gower, and you just walk and you cycle, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, then after that, what was it, France and Germany and Austria, which was, was a wonderful trip, having not been to Normandy, Brittany and the Loire before, so there were some new things I hadn't done, you know, in France before. And of course, beautiful Paris, as it always is. And um, I really love Munich as a city and Airwald in Austria and the beautiful Austrian Tyrol was, was just amazing. Had a lovely weekend in Tassie where we had some lovely food and wine experiences and I, I just love Tassie as well, Tassie and Lord Howe. There's so many places in Australia I want to say are my favourites, but they nearly all are. <laughs> and then, of course, I did Western Australia as well this year. Uh, so go and visit our son who's over there in Kalgoorlie and um, did some amazing things there and yeah, Esperance was just quite stunning and Margaret River and wow. So I've been very lucky this year. Have done indeed. lots of wonderful things and I hope everyone else has been doing some wonderful things as well. Yes, and perhaps I can just add Vietnam to my list. Oh, please. Had some lovely times in Vietnam. You have. Walking through some great rural areas and mm. homestays. Yeah, Very good. It's, it's a gorgeous place too, and that's another one that's high up on my list of special places too. Yes. There are so many. There are so many, but isn't that lovely to have choice? And it's nice to be able to share in the world of Sally Lucas too and travel. Yeah. It all happens. It is hot deals time. What's out in the marketplace at the moment as we get towards the end of the year? Well, still those early birds that are just about to finish, Jane, if you're still thinking of hopping on the bandwagon for those with various different companies, um, rent-a-car companies with car leasing and car hire in Europe, Crystal Cruises travelling through um, the Alaskan Rockies area. Um, also, there's lovely... Um, Canada Alaska Tours, Rocky Rail and Alaska Cruises um, that are going South America mountains to Sydney. That's a wonderful one from Sydney going across to um, the Marquesa Islands, French Polynesia, Papiete, sorry, Morea Bora Bora, Rarotonga, Nukalofa, 
Fiji, Mystery Island in Vanuatu, Yumea, etc. What a you know that's a lovely lovely itinerary. So that's that's fantastic. That finishes though. All these are good deals. They've all got good rebates on them. Um, so just take advantage of those. If you think you're going to any of those areas, they are due to expire on the 31st of December. Um, now this is an interesting one, Jane, that came across my desk this week. MSC Cruises, the Mediterranean cruise specialists, are offering. Um, 10% discount on selected 2016 cruises for teachers. For teachers? For teachers. They're saying take a break from the classroom and let us teach you how to relax, enjoy and discover the world of MSC cruises. So it's to a range of areas. You just have to check with your travel agent. It's not across the whole spectrum of their cruises, but it does cover the Mediterranean, Northern Europe, Caribbean, Cuba, the Arabian Peninsula and their grand voyages. Now, it's applicable based on either an early bird booking or brochure price and is only valid to passengers who are teachers, not the entire booking. And you do have to have proof of that. So, but there, there you go, teachers. Mm. A bonus for you, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. A nice thing to do in the holidays. Absolutely. Um, Now, Territory Discoveries have got some nice little fly-drive holidays that go from now through to the end of March, if you're thinking of heading up to the centre. It's a good time to go to take advantage of their low-season deals because it's the wet, of course. But if you go towards the end of it, like towards the end of March, which I have been up there then, it's quite spectacular, as I've mentioned before, because your waterholes are all full, your waterfalls are flowing madly, and it's lush so lush. So just take advantage of those. There's a range of four, six and eight day packages starting from a touch over 650 up to about, for the longest one, about $1,500. So keep those in mind. Princess Cruises have also got some good deals at the moment, what they call their their flash fares or top deals on a range of cruises. Um, these are uh, next year, June, February, April. So different areas, Indonesia, Fiji, South Pacific, China, Japan, Treasures of Asia. So they're all available. And Tahiti and the Society Islands, the Paul Gauguin, that wonderful French vessel you can go on. Um, it's a seven-night cruise doing all around those wonderful Society Islands. Uh, it takes only 332 guests, so you're not in a large cruise ship, which is wonderful as well. And you're going to mount to islands which you normally can't get to easily by any other means. So it's a wonderful way, and um, they've got a choice of 26 sailings for next year. It's a new vessel as well, and it starts from... It's in U.S. currency, but it starts from a touch under U.S. 3000 for that. Um, oh, Jane, there's a lot of others here as well that are finishing in January. Highlights of Turkey is a 12-day for under three and a half, an 18-day colours of the Mediterranean of Greece and Turkey, just a bit under five. Um, there's wonderful 25-night uh, MSC cruise for a touch under five from the north to the magical med. And what an itinerary that is. It's ex-Australia, 30 September, and you're travelling all the way from Hamburg down to Le Havre in France, Southampton, Spain, Portugal, Gibraltar, back across into then Barcelona, Genoa in Italy, um, and then you cruise back around. So you hit to Genoa and come back around again, back through Barcelona again, or Barcelona, Marseille, and you go to Malaga, Casablanca, Lisbon. Wonderful itinerary. Mm, That's 25 nights. So, And there's lots of other deals, Jane, that are finishing it end of January and I'd just like to say wish everyone a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, safe travels if you're travelling. I've appreciated the fact that I've been able to share some of my stories and things with you throughout the year and really look forward to doing it again next year. Yes, we've been to some wonderful places this year. So a very special thank you, Sally Lucas. And thank you too, Jane, for being my sort of collaborator. (laughs) It's always fun to talk travel (laughs) and we look forward to next year as well. On to a new RFM. Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel on King.